You're listening to the Merged Marketing Podcast with me, Jason Hunt. The mission with this show is to discuss all things marketing, sales, and mindset. It's my hope for entrepreneurs like you to get the most from your efforts so that you can focus on what you do best. Let's go. In episode 171 of the Merged Marketing Podcast, we're going to feature a podcast that I was featured on along with a client of ours, Colin McMillan from Riverwood Landscape. The podcast is LeedsCon Conference Podcast, whereas uh, we're going to be actually attending that conference in March in Las Vegas, uh, talking about leads. We're going to talk, we're going to hit the stage and, and showcase uh, the case study where we helped Colin's company grow from 200,000 a year in revenue to 1.3 million. And now they are franchising today. Um, check out this episode. We're just going to talk a little bit high level on how we helped Colin's company grow and uh, give you some information on this great conference down in Las Vegas on March 13th to 15th, 2023. Leeds Con. Check it out. Welcome, everyone, to today's episode of the LeedsCon podcast. I'm Ian McRae, uh, and I lead editorial efforts uh, here at LeedsCon, which includes putting together the agenda for the upcoming program. And on that note, if you haven't already, uh, take a moment now to register for LeedsCon 2023, which takes place at the MGN Grand in Las Vegas, uh, March 13th through the 15th. It's right around the corner. It is going to be the largest LeedsCon uh, ever, and we're really excited about that. But right now, I want to introduce you to uh, our, our special guest uh, for today's episode. Uh, Colin McMillan is the founder of successful green industry company, Riverwood uh, Landscape. He started his business at the young age of 18 uh, by mowing lawns in his hometown. Now, six years later, uh, with four locations, hundreds of clients, and a staff of 30, Colin's company is franchised. Despite his success in business, Colin has not forgotten his roots. He began collecting leads by knocking on doors and distributing flyers. And it was through his partnership with Merge Media that he was able to grow his company to become a dominant force, regional force in landscaping, uh, courtesy of SEO, social media, and Google AdWords. And we're also lucky to have Jason Hunt, the co-founder of the aforementioned Merge Media. Jason has been monetizing online traffic since 2012. And in 2019, he merged his social media agency with a leading SEO company to form Merge Media. Jason quarterbacks a team of digital marketing uh, rock stars in Ontario, up in Canada. Welcome, guys. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having us. All right. Yeah, thanks. Terrific. Thank you, Colin and Jason. Well, let's uh, let's get into it. Was really looking forward to your to your session, but even this discussion here today, Colin. Uh, I worked in the landscaping business out in uh, Long Island when I was uh, in college, which was way longer ago than I, I care to admit. My boss uh, at that time ran a very successful business, uh, which in 1999 uh, really looked like three guys in a truck. You know, we had about 45 accounts or so that we that we worked on and that was that was pretty much it. But the industry, the landscaping industry has really grown by leaps and bounds since then and transformed to become a much more sophisticated machine in 2023. So, can you share some of the thoughts on the landscaping boom and give uh, the Leedscon community some insight as to those early days of growth for your operation? You know, it's interesting that you say that the Industry has been growing aggressively, uh, definitely over the last 10 years, but it does remain very fragmented. So you still have most landscape companies, your typical companies are in the 500 to a million revenue stage. 
Mm-hmm. Um, there's very few that make it past that point. There's still a lot of owner operators, those three person teams, you know, where the where the owner is out there mowing lawns and doing the landscaping themselves. And it's definitely has to do with baby boomers retiring. And as this happens, it, it does seem like there's some roll-ups going on and, and the industry's condensing a little bit. But yeah, like you said, I, I myself started out as one of those companies, owner operator for the first two I actually prior to starting the company for two years was just mowing lawns by myself. And then still once Riverwood was formed for another two years, we really were just like me and a couple laborers for half the season. So it was really interesting transition to to go from there and just every year grow a little bit, grow a little bit or a lot, 50 to 100 percent growth year over year and sometimes much more than that. And uh, I guess get to where we are. It's definitely been an interesting journey. Yeah. Absolutely. And I want to I want to get a peek into a little bit more about what that growth looked like. But I, I want to uh, switch gears a bit. We're, we're really excited for your session out at LeedsCon in Vegas uh, next month, just in a few weeks. The title for your session, Creating Epic Lead Magnets Your Prospects Can't Ignore. That in itself, the title is something that is going to resonate very strongly with LeedsCon community. The title is Lead Magnet itself for uh, for LeedsCon attendees. I think they're going to love it. The lead gen community has expressed frustration with the cost of leads increasing and the quality of those leads, of course, uh, is decreasing. So can you guys talk a little bit about how you've managed to over- overcome those realities to achieve growth for Colin's business, particularly maybe in those those early days and then kind of uh, what, what scaling up looked like? Uh, and how you may have kind of reconfigured your your lead generation strategy once you saw some traction taking place. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, first of all, I mean, when we're talking about lead magnets and and the presentation, what it really is about is is finding lead magnets that are going to get the lowest cost per lead in the door and using these lead ma- lead magnets lead magnets to attract people off of social media to a place where you're in they're in a more controlled environment uh, where we have their attention. They're not distracted and that place is email. And that's where we want to get people to, because once they're in your email ecosystem, then you have that control and power to provide that value or sell them as you see fit, right? And and I think that's the key is lead magnet leads are not going to be high quality leads. They're not hot leads. They're not looking for landscaping. They're not looking for, you know, we do a lot in real estate as well. They're not looking for houses necessarily. But what we are doing with that lead magnet is essentially planting the seed. It's almost like fishing. You know, you're casting that bait out there and that lead magnet topic is the bait that you're going to attract a certain audience with. So you got to think about that. Like, who do you want to attract? You have to be very specific with that avatar. And uh, because that avatar is basically who you're creating that lead magnet for. So we get into that. We'll get into that. That's why you got to be at LeedsCon. You got to show up there, check out our session. We'll dive into that. But just to circle back there, Ian, to go back to, you know, Colin and and Riverwood Landscape and how we help them grow. I mean, lead magnets and lead generation through lead magnets is just a small part of the entire entire system. If we were just doing lead magnet leads, it probably wouldn't be that successful. But there are a lot of other ways we're capturing those leads through high intent, through Google, through search engine optimization. And just to go backwards a bit here, when Colin came to us, Colin, I think you were a $200,000 or $300,000 a year company at the time. And then in one year, we took him on. We started managing all of the marketing, optimizing his website, 
ranking for SEO for tons of keywords relating to landscaping and snow removal. And we were able to grow that company from two to 300,000 a year up to 1.3 mil in just one year. And then from there, I think year two, we, we grew it from there and now we're franchising. So a lot of that comes from developing and creating this blueprint that we've created on the marketing side where, you know, if you search for landscaping in the area that we live in, a good chance you're going to find Colin's company coming up one, two, and three. So <laughs> it helps uh, quite a bit. That's that's ter terrific insight. Uh, Colin, from your, uh, from your perspective, not to get too into the weeds, but uh, the pandemic did see a shift in consumer behavior in terms of uh, even, you know, the, the entire home services spectrum. You know, what kind of effect did that have on your uh, business? And did that maybe even mean reinvesting? Did you adjust your uh, strategy at all with Jason? Well, at first, it was uh, very alarming that March, April months of uh, 2020, you know, we had no idea if we were going to be an essential industry or, or what was happening there. So for that period, you know, that was that was challenging once we made it through and really it was just sort of a waiting game, found out that we're going to be an essential industry. From there, what happened is uh, with all the money being pumped into people's pockets and their, the economy, uh, everybody had a lot of spare funds and they were spending time at home, not spending money on services and things they would have been spending that money on. And, you know, sitting in their home offices, uh, staring at their landscape outside or at the same, you know, taking their staycations in the backyard and and looking at their sad gardens. And what ended up happening was that people had a lot more money to spend in the in in on their landscaping um, during those two years. And especially landscaping projects, there is a huge boom there. So really, we toned back our marketing on AdWords and paying for clicks and just spent more effort on brand awareness and some longer term things. Terrific. Yeah, that kind of uh, uh, realignment or, or, or adjustment can, can really help you with, the, uh, with that conversion point. So you know, say so what's interesting about that, like in, in tandem with what happened with Collins industry, it was like the perfect storm, right? Because mm. when COVID hit, it's like we used to work with a lot of mom and papa restaurants, a lot of a lot of dental practices, all these industries that were massively hit in March 2020 when the pandemic hit. So we naturally had to pivot ourselves and without even really trying, we looked at our client list and it's like we have all these home services businesses here, such as Riverwood you know, a landscape company that are getting an influx of leads coming in here because people are not investing into our travel agent clients, they're investing into the landscapers and the staycations instead of the vacations. Such a good point. But naturally, like I said, it was a perfect storm for, for Colin and Riverwood's growth was, you know, the pandemic. Yeah, absolutely. Jason, you got your start in marketing, originally leveraging MySpace to gain fandom for your Japanese rock band. That was back in 2007. The social media landscape certainly looked a lot different back then. Uh, but what was it like to realize that kind of success? You were on the early wave of uh, social media success, leveraging those channels. And what kind of insights can you share from those early days of social promotion? Yeah, so that was back in the day where, where I had a band and I was trying to like being the front man of a band, I was just trying to do anything I could to get more ears listening to my music. And I was obviously on top of trends at the time. So MySpace was uh, emerging for, me, for bands at the time, platforms like SoundClick and all these type of things. And Facebook was just starting out back in 2007. It was basically your friends list. Businesses were not leveraging it yet. 
But, you know, I would leverage the platform to try to get my music in front of as many people as possible as another platform. So fortunately for me at the time, I kind of evolved my digital marketing journey with the evolution of Facebook, pivoting and, and trying out new ad placements and new ads as they emerged in that space. For me, that whole experience, I mean, I'm not the best singer, but that experience uh, provided me with the insight and epiphany that marketing is really the direction I want to go because I was way better at marketing the music than performing and making the music. That's you're probably probably too honest of a or uh, too humble of an assessment of your uh, your own <laughs> talents. But uh, that's, don't YouTube that... my band. That's all I say. Just don't <laughs> that's uh, that's funny. With uh, yeah, you know, my, MySpace I think did uh, that was their competitive differentiator. I think down the stretch, I was going to say before they closed up shop, they still might be around. Uh, but I think they were, uh, they did, they, you know, it was actually music and bands, I think, that really kind of uh, carved out their niche uh, on MySpace. So they, I think they, they really took that uh, as part of, a core part of their audience and uh, uh, their lane, so to say. Hey guys, I have an announcement to make. I recently released my debut book on Amazon titled Drop the Mic Marketing, How to Find Your Social Media Voice. It was such an amazing experience writing this book alongside my co-author, Mike Almer. Mike is a terrific writer. I am not a writer, but I had a story to tell. And Mike was able to articulate that story in a way that I am super proud of. And I would love it if you went on over to Amazon and picked yourself up a copy today. Jason Hunt, Drop the Mic Marketing, How to Find Your Social Media Voice. Go and check it out. Uh, Colin, at our LeedsCon programs, uh, we do have a lot of successful small business owners uh, that are looking for more growth. Uh, and that some of that growth that you, uh, meteoric growth that Jason uh, uh, cited before uh, that, that you've experienced. And that's that's a, a just truly incredible. Uh, we love leaving our audience with practical takeaways. Uh, so I know this is tough, but if you had to kind of boil it down to one tactic, that one lesson or a bit of guidance, uh, that you'd like to share around getting a true assessment of your own lead generation capabilities. Uh, what, what was that? Yeah. So, sorry, can you clarify the assessment part? The Yeah. In other, in other words, if you're, if you, if you're really taking a look at what's working and what's not, uh, right. for, for your own, for your own lead generation efforts. Um, really like i mean obviously if you can get some data out of it and actually track where your leads are coming from that's that's really the key uh i started out handing out flyers um i don't do that anymore because i found uh other methods that are just way more um rewarding in terms of an roi of my own time um so if you're able to track your leads uh with your crm and basically use that box that says where did this lead come from I think that is one major thing that if you're paying attention to where all of your clients are, how they got here, whether it's word of mouth or Google or, or social media or platforms you're paying for leads on, all of that kind of stuff. Um, I think that's incredibly important. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's uh, that's you're you're going to fit in very well with the uh, LeedsCon community. I think we where there's going to be a lot of those discussions taking place on the stage and off the stage. Uh, next month in Vegas. Uh, for both of you, on that note, what is the one thing that you're really looking forward to, uh, whether it's a particular session uh, or just the experience as a whole? Uh, yeah, what do you what do you want to get? What's the one thing that would uh, maybe make this event uh, a success in in your minds, uh, both Jason uh, and Colin separately? Yeah, so I think for me, I, I go to a lot of different types of conferences in the digital marketing industry. Um, 
that we're, we're usually at, but there's not one that we've attended that's been strictly focused on leads. You know, you see a lot of leads companies at these conferences, but the whole topic of conversation is not leads. So I'm very excited to, to have an experience where the entire conference is about that one topic. And, um, and that's what I'm most excited for. And especially a lot of the talks, you guys have a great lineup. So I'm looking forward to checking out some of those sessions as well. Oh, terrific. And, and you, Colin? Yeah, for me, um, I don't attend a lot of conferences and I don't attend a lot um, in the States and I've never been to Vegas. So I'm really looking forward to the entire experience. Um, and, uh, and, and I've never attended um, something that's focused just on marketing. So uh, while Jay's been to marketing conventions, but not to a Leeds one, um, this would be my first marketing focused convention. So I'm sure I'm going to walk away with a lot of um, a lot of new information, uh, and I'm looking to educate myself. Excellent. If uh, if we do this, uh, if we do this right, uh, hopefully this is going to have the same kind of impact uh, that Merge Media had on your uh, had uh, has had yeah. on your business and continues to have on your business. Uh, so that that's terrific. We're uh, we're glad to uh, to expose you to uh, to to the U.S. and Vegas. Uh, and the lead generation community—it's a—it's a terrific uh, uh, community that we have at LeedsCon. But uh, we do also have, as part of that, it's a there's there's a, a fun with the uh, the business. We do have on Monday our Havana Nights uh, pool party. Uh, Monday late afternoon, uh, everyone has got to come check it out. I. Uh, uh, you want to kick things off proper. Uh, this is really the opening party. Uh, it is the place to be. Uh, but where will attendees most likely find you guys at the pool party? Are you going to be hanging out in the cigar lounge? Uh, are you going to be busting out your salsa moves on the dance floor? Uh, or are you going to be trying to close deals by the hot tub? I think I'll be somewhere between the dance floor and the bar. Okay. All right. I like it. But that's not a good thing. <laughs> all right, keeping an eye on you, Colin. All right, uh, I'll be keeping you a close eye. I'll be keeping a close eye on you from the cigar lounge. All right, <laughs> yeah, relax and relax. I got three kids, so I'll take any opportunity I can to fill in. <laughs> there you go, terrific. That's great. Well, guys, uh, once again, thank you so much, uh, Jason and Colin. I want to express our gratitude for you uh, taking the time to join us here today. Uh, we can't wait to hear more from you uh, out in Vegas. So again, once again, tickets are on sale right now. Uh, do not wait to register as we've had a record number uh, of early registrations. Uh, our hotel block, room block, I believe is sold out, but you can still use the link on our venue page uh, to get whatever room availability there's still left. We're really excited. Uh, until the next episode of the LeedsCon podcast, this is Ian McRae. Enjoy your day. Real quick, guys. Are you an entrepreneur, a small business owner, a marketing director that's wearing way too many hats? You find yourself doing too many different types of jobs within the business and allocating your attention everywhere. There's a good chance if you're doing this, you're a jack of all trades, master of none. This is exactly why Merged Media exists. We're your one-stop digital shop, your outsourced CMO. We take care of all of those digital marketing tasks all under one roof including Google ads, search engine optimization, social media marketing, and website optimization. We're all collaborating together under one roof at Merged Media. And if you think there might be a good fit for us to work with you, I want you to go on over to merged.ca and book your discovery call today. That's M-E-R-G-E-D.ca. Real quick, guys, if you are active on Instagram or TikTok, I encourage you to go on over and give my personal profile a follow at jhuntofficial, J-A-Y-H-U-N-T-O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L. 
over there on Instagram and TikTok. I'm posting my favorite highlights from the Merged Marketing Podcast, along with some of the highlights from my speaking engagements uh, overseas as well as locally. Ton of value. Go on over and check it out at Jayhan Official. I'd like to thank you for listening to the Merged Marketing Podcast, and I invite you to subscribe so you never miss an episode of the Merged Marketing Podcast. One of the best ways to do that is to add us to your Instagram at Merged Media, M-E-R-G-E-D-M-E-D-I-A. Go on over there, give Merged Media a follow and subscribe and never miss an episode. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you soon.